Hey, what's going on, everybody? Real quick, want to get on here. Listen, A Way Out has these tracks that I made that the Lord laid on my heart last year to make, and so I just sat down one Saturday, wrote some stuff out, and also story short, uh, Copy Critters had put it together. But I want to explain to you real quick what all it says and how you can use it, and if you desire to have any to give out, you can have some. Just let me know. But anyway, so on the front of there, it just says, There is a way out. And it says this, it says, have you ever felt or thought any of these? Uh, this is how it will always be. This is the life I've always known. Uh, I just don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. The struggle is real. I'm too far gone. Honestly, I have a hard time. Wanting to, just little different things that people may be thinking in their mind and, and stuff. And so that's what it says on the front. And then you open it up right here and it says, uh, there is a way out. And it gives a scripture, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And it says, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. And, and he says, when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And so it just goes on on this first page talking about that whatever temptation, struggles, weakness, issues, things that we're going through, that there is a way out. Others have went through it and then that they're there to draw us to a savior to help us overcome that. It says our only true way out is Jesus Christ. John 14, 6. It says Jesus answered, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so that's on the first page. But the second and the last page is what I really want to talk about. I put on here three steps to find your way out. The first step is this right here. Don't try it on your own. Don't try it on your own. you got to accept Christ. So many times we try to do things on our own and we find ourselves in the same situation, same struggle. We cannot do this thing on our own. And it says, don't try it on your own. Accept Christ. And it gives uh, Romans 10, 9 through 10. It says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One who believes with the heart resulting in righteousness and one confesses with the mouth resulting in salvation. And then I put on there, if you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord, I've given a prayer how you can pray to accept Jesus into you, your heart. But see, that's the thing about a way out. See, I, the desire is not just for salvation because a lot of people get saved, but the battle begins after that. That's when the temptations come. That's when the struggles really hit at that point in time. And then it says this, after accepting Christ, the temptations of this world try even harder to pull us down, which leads to step two. Step two right here at the bottom is ask for help. It says, we now have someone on our side that understands what we're going through and desires to help us. And that comes from Hebrews 4, 15, and 16. It says, this high priest, Jesus Christ, of ours, understands our weaknesses. He faced all the same testing, temptations uh, we did, yet he did not see them. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we'll receive mercy when we need it the most and find grace to help us when we need it the most. Uh, Christ understands exactly where you are and what you're going through, and he desires for you to ask him for help. And that's the great thing about after we've accepted Christ and we're going into these temptations and struggles is that we're not facing them alone. We have something on the inside of us that helps us overcome it. And then it gives a prayer right there at the end. It says, Lord, your word says that you understand what I'm going through and said I could come to you in the time of need and ask for help. Well, Lord, I'm struggling and I need you. Would you help me through this in Jesus' name? And then the last part, step three, it says, make a move. See, Acts 12, 5 through 8 says, But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep, fastened with two chains between two soldiers. Others stood guard at the prison gate. Suddenly, there was a bright light in the cell, and an angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel struck him on the side to awaken him and said, Quick, get up. And put on uh, and the chains fell off his wrist. Then the angel told him, "Now put on your coat and follow me." 
Peter was also in the same place like us, feeling like there was no way out. Bound up within a prison like some of us may feel, but the church prayed for them. And they'll put on there just like we've prayed for you who's reading this. As Peter was in that place, an angel of the Lord, being the Holy Spirit, started nudging him to get his attention and showed him a way out by saying, Quick, get up and follow me. But listen here, this part, this last part right here. As Peter had received freedom in that place, he still had to make a move. Just like us, we can be free from that struggle, temptation, issue, or whatever it is. But if we don't make a move in a different direction, we end up going back to the same place. And then at the very end down here, it says this. As you have read this, maybe you have had that nudge telling you to get up and do something, but you don't know what to do. Well, if that's the case, reach out to us. And it's got some information down here. It's got mine and Kayla's Facebook page. But right here at the bottom, you can see, or call and it's got a blank because my desire is to get these into people's hands and for them to put their name and number on there and give it out to people. And you never know if somebody's struggling and looks at this one night and, and says, you know what, man, I need to reach out to them. I need to call them, man. I need to do something different. And they pick up their phone and they call you. And who knows how the Lord can use this. The Lord has used these in mighty, mighty ways. I've left them at gas stations. I've left them at restaurants. I've left them in people's hands at, at um, just wherever the Lord leads, at whether I give it to them personally or if I I just leave it on the table, but I have testimony of testimony of how God has used this little piece of paper, man, speaking into somebody's life. I have opportunities to minister and disciple people even through that just because of this right here. Easy way to do it. I have these four colored bracelets. Sometimes I'll wear them and I'll walk up to somebody and say, hey, I want to give you something. I said, what color do you like? They'll say, blue. I said, okay, great. And I take it off, I give it to them, and I give this right here. Simple as enough, I just say, hey, listen, life has its issues, life has its struggles, but I want you to know that Christ died for us to give us a way out so that we don't have to carry those things on our own. And I put this in their hand and say, hey, go and read that. And if the door opens that they want me to pray with them, I talk with them, things like that, I do that, you know? And if it leads to salvation, it will. But I don't push it. I just lay it in their hands and I let the Lord do what he wants to do. And so that's a little bit about the way out tracks. And if you would like to have some, man, just reach out to me and let me know. I'm going to order some more and I'd love to put them in your hands. Well, listen, y'all have a great day. And man, tell somebody today that there is a way out. Y'all have a great one. Love y'all. God bless.